Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. I'm your host Nikita and I trust, hope and expect that you guys are doing absolutely warrior like today. I am feeling amazing, inspired. I've been taking more time for me, which has been absolutely necessary. I hope and expect that for all of you when you are just like well in the middle of your beautiful lives that you take time to reflect and be back with just the joy of living in general. And so today I've been reading a fun fact about me. I love reading. Um, The books that I love to read are all about magic and and fantasy and grand adventures, all of this. If there is magic, maybe dragons or just like some badass heroines, definitely here for it. So Sarah J. Mass is one of my most favorite authors. And as I was reading this morning, I got really, really inspired by the badass heroine um, Aileen Galanthinius. I believe I'm like pronouncing her name correctly. Either way, um, this book, The Air of Fire, is the one that I'm on right now, which is part of the Throne of Glass series. I read this like three times. I love it so much. But as I get into this topic, which is not going to be all about reading, but it's going to be about channeling into our warrior spirit because I believe that we all have our own warrior spirit, regardless of how it shows up in this world. But as we are connected to this one, this infinite, this um, ability to be able to breathe and think and experience, it's within us all. And it's just a matter of if we want to tap into it or not. And what we choose to experience and channel into every single day is going to be different because we're meant to be living the most expansive life that we can and who we choose to become and lean into will differ depending on our circumstances and what feels good for us what calls our name but for me today I would really love to get into warrior spirit because I believe warrior spirit can be very um, resilient can be very driven can be very I don't want to say hard or firm, but there's definitely this decisiveness about a warrior spirit that when someone really channels into it, into their eternal empowered nature within themselves, within ourselves, then there really isn't anything we can't do. As long as we know that it's within us, that we can um, conjure it whenever we would love and be even more practical maybe is the word, maybe isn't the word, can be more fluid. Sure, we'll use that word. We can be even more fluid in being able to enhance ourselves in any given situation, whether that be walking down the street and just putting on that warrior-like quality, whether it's in our workspace and we take control, we command, or whether it be in our relationships where we speak our truth and we step into the deservingness that we are in every and all situations. And I would like to attribute that to our warrior spirit. So a part of the book that really stood out to me was this one where it was defining the wyverns, I believe, again, it's pronounced, but they're basically these really cool dragons that um, can fly, that have these amazing, like, 
whip-like tails and that um, the witches in this book are getting ready to train and they're picking their mount. So all of the witches really wanted this big bull-like mount like he was the epitome of a ruthless killer he was the epitome of strong agile swift intelligent all of these things and so in this scene it's one of the main characters that says like this is going to be my mount and what ended up happening in a twist of fate um she got pushed into the ring and so all throughout the um like seeings of the dragons you get to see or the wyverns you get to see this um mount this um very they call it the bait mount that is basically they're just a show off the big baddies but in the end you realize that the um the bait mount the one that had his tail cut off he was getting beaten up all over the place he was just like getting kicked and shoved and just he was the almost like I don't want to say scapegoat, but he was the one that was being attacked the entire time, but he turned out to be the strongest. And again, that got me thinking that it wasn't like, of course, like we all want that big bad. We think that we have to be the strongest. We have to be the most tough. We have to be the the biggest and the one that like shows off in fancy flares but from reading this book, it was the little one that no one even anticipated being the strongest to take down this really big dragon. Like the little dragon took down this big dragon because he was more determined that he was the one who wanted it most. He didn't want to die. He was there, of course, because they they picked on him and that he was chosen to be the one that everyone attacked. But when given the chance, when she broke the chains and like helped free him because he was trying to save her, that he unleashed himself. This warrior spirit inside this tiny dragon, still a dragon though, this tiny dragon and took down the biggest and strongest that everybody wanted but it turned out to be the little bait dragon that really stole the show and it's because and in this book she really says it's because he wanted it more his heart was in it that he said by no means necessary are you going to take me down and when given an even playing field he did exactly that and then it got me thinking about backstories. So in the encompassing of the dragons, I would like to think that our warrior spirit is far more resilient than maybe when we look to others and we see, but they're bigger, they're meaner, they're taller, they're stronger. They have more strength, more vitality. And we look to them and we look at ourselves and we say, but I couldn't live up to him or her. They're even more than what I feel on the inside. But then when given the chance, it's always the underdogs that really, they want it more. It's because they've been kicked down. It's because they've been, they fall and they got back up. They fall, they get back up. And every single time when they fall and they get back up, they want it more because they know that every single time that they've fallen, they've chosen to rise up. And that deepens something within us where we see the struggle we resonate with the challenges that life throws at us and even then when we choose to rise up again it becomes far more clear with us 
and our heart, like where our drive is, where our power is, that it wasn't outside circumstances. It wasn't the big bad that was meant to take us down, but rather like that dragon easily could have been taken down by that bigger dragon. I'm not getting like by that. A big, strong, mean, vicious killer will take down that tiny baby dragon or like the little bait dragon if he didn't think he was strong enough, if he didn't want it. But the difference that made the difference for this dragon, for all of us, is our decisiveness, is our willingness to rise above the challenges that seem to be stacked against us. That when there are things going on, you're like, I don't know how this is going to, like, how? I, I'm just one person. I am just, like, all the things behind me. I don't know if I feel ready for this. But the thing is, life never gives us anything that we can't handle. <laughs> and I would love to be able to reiterate this because no matter what, even when you think that you are not strong, you are so much stronger than you could even imagine. We are soulful beings having human experience. We are literally part of this connected oneness that is the epitome of power surrounding us. It is, and we are the air we breathe. We are in these beautiful bodies that literally regenerate themselves. That every day our body's going through apoptosis, like our cells, they're dying. They're renewing themselves. And when you feel that dedication and power and drive within you, that's part of it. When you feel the the lack, the the not worthy enough, the depression the the sadness the weakness that's also part of that but the thing is it's meant to contrast each other so when the feelings where you feel weak and the feelings that you were when you feel strong they're meant to be there in order to enhance each other so that warrior spirit inside of you lives within you just as you can feel meek and vulnerable if you can feel that it means you can feel strength and empowerment and drive and this feeling of just being at the top of your game like that is possible for you it's just a matter of how badly do you want it when push comes a shove and it's between life and death not doesn't always have to be between life and death, but when it feels like there's this moment that's like very defining for you, that the way you choose to show up, whether it be, am I going to let circumstance dictate how I'm going to show up? Meaning this feels impossible. This feels like I can't do anything. This feels too much for me. I'm tired. I'm worn out. I can't. Or are you going to be defined by the vision of your future? That version of you that knows, I don't really care. I'm strong enough. I'm even more powerful enough. I see the circumstance and regardless of it, I know where my power lies. I know that I'm far, far stronger than this. I am going to rise up and it may be hard and challenging. I may get knocked down a few times. But the thing is, the only way can truly, truly defeat me is if I let it, is if I say, actually, no, I'm not strong enough for this and I'm going to fall down and I'm going to stay down and that's just what I'm going to do. Not going to get back up. It's impossible for me. I'm going to let the circumstance take me down and I'm just going to roll over and take it. As we're living and growing into this life, we are meant to have these challenges that kick us down, that are 
really going to test us and challenge us. And that's the beautiful thing about life is that even when it tests us and challenges us, and maybe we're not aware of it being a test or a challenge, that it still is. And we still rise and overcome. And every single time, because we have beautiful brains of ours that remember what it felt like to maybe there was a moment in your life where you got kicked down, you stayed down a lot longer than maybe this version of you now. Or maybe you're currently in a situation that feels like you're in, you're down and you're in that ditch and you've been in this ditch for a long time. But there's a part of you that you just can't help it, but say, there's more. And there's something better out here for me. And that part of you, that warrior spirit of you says, are you going to get up and try again? Because that's literally all we can do is just get up and try again. That warrior spirit that says, you are far more resilient. And you're far more determined. And honestly, you're far more stubborn than to let this small circumstance be the dictator of who you're going to show up for and who you're going to show up as the next step and maybe the next one is going to be even more challenging and it's going to knock you down you're going to say I didn't think that I could face face this but then you're going to get back up again and that's part of being a warrior that's part of being on the battlefield sometimes that you step into something knowing it's going to be challenging knowing that there are going to be things that test your limits and you do it anyways and that's why you are a warrior it's because warriors sometimes they show off their battle scars and they say i went into battle and look at all these cuts and bruises like look at how i took these hits but i gave them out And I took these hits, but I'm still standing. I'm rising. I am on a whole other level. And because I did that and I remembered and I felt the way it feels to feel empowered, to feel strong, to feel knowing that nothing could take me down for too long. That feeling, it can resonate so much with you that when anything else comes up, it becomes more even more easy it becomes even more fulfilling it becomes even more of a drive to say i've been through the ringer and i'm gonna keep going until the last breath in these beautiful lungs because we're just living life (laughs) the only true and i'm not even gonna say it's a true death because i believe in something more but the true death that we can experience in these amazing bodies of ours will be the last day you draw breath in this beautiful life. But are you going to let everything else dictate how you want to show up until then? Maybe. And that's okay, too. But you'll know when it's necessary for you to get back up. And maybe the time that you're down the pit is actually what it looks like when it's all working out. Because... The thing is, we are feelers. We have bodies that resonate with things. We have feelings of just being down in the dumps. But the thing is, we don't want to stay there for too long. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to feel bad, you know? Like, feeling good feels good. It makes sense. But the moments when you're down, the moments when the dragon, your dragon inside of you is getting kicked down and punched and beaten. There is still that other dragon that says, I'm not going to let this keep me down for too long. And I'll show you, I'll show me like how 
much of that internal power dwells within me. And I easily conjure it up from this infinite well within me that there is far more power and magic and mystery lying within me as long as I allow myself to tap into it. And part of this book as well comes to the... um aspect of burnout too that yes we have this well of power within us that we are able to channel it deep in go deep deep inside of us and be able to bring it up and let it rip but if we go down 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 within us and we let it rip all at once well we're gonna burn out it's gonna take far longer for us to be able to recover from that but there are some times where we can draw within that very deep well of our warrior spirit and we can let it out in very precise very tacted tacted very tactful spurts (laughs) that we are able to be far more aware of our power we're able to be far more precise about our power we're able to be able to utilize recognize hone in on our power whatever that looks like whether that be our power of verbalizing our words and speaking our truth whether that be literal power like in our muscles to literally if you're going to like keep punching you know that you can punch in very swift motions but if you keep punching and you don't know what you're punching you're just wasting your energy so part of being a warrior is recognizing that power within you even more and even more and even more recognizing you can build that power and know that you can strike one full blow and still have more power to give but if you are just mindlessly doling out your power you're just giving out your energy without actually knowing that you're giving out your energy and then you're depleting yourself and then it takes more time to recover that's part of it but you needed to know where that power lies within you, when it was too much that you were giving away. And you needed to know that for yourself because no one else can teach you about your body. No one else can teach you about the power that dwells within you. They can give you handles on it from how they utilize their own power. If someone has years of experience, they're an asset for you because no, they can't teach you anything about what dwells within you in the same way that you can teach you, but they can be your mentor. They can tell you, well, this is how I did it. What does it feel like for you? And this is what happens when I burn out. This is maybe what you might experience. So pay attention to it because if you're aware of it, it means that when it comes up and it surfaces and it will, cause it's meant to, then you're be, you can recognize it and say, oh my God, this is where my power is. This is what it feels like within me. And I actually feel myself burning out. How can I pull back a little bit? Where can I give back to myself so that the warrior spirit within me, the infinite well that's within me can continue to regenerate so I don't give it all out without taking ample effort to fill it back up? Because it does. It always does. The infinite well you can pull from, but just knowing that your cup runneth over, but you also need to remember to fill it. And as long as you continue to refill it, like your power, you'll continue to have ample energy and you take from your overflow. On another note for warrior spirit, something that um, came up within myself is a backstory. Every good warrior, every good hero has a backstory and 
it's usually one of pain. It's usually one of, I don't want to say suffering, but there are challenges that the, that they almost like they fell from grace that they went through. Either they were, they were drunks or they killed people or they just, they showed up in a way that was so unskillful. That was not like the person they are today. And yet they still chose to rise above it. And that's the thing that makes them heroes and makes them warriors is that they went through those experiences. They experienced something so earth shattering, something that brought them straight back to themselves and their core and who they are. And they may have been seen as vagrants. They may have been seen as like despised and foul. They may have been seen as people who they just they just didn't show up in the way that they are now. But they chose different. And that choice defined them. They were so decisive about how they did not want to show up and who they do want to show up, who they want to live into, who they want to become even more. Because the version of ourselves right now, wherever we are, is showing up as we are because of the memories of our past. So something that... um, So Joe Dispenza says, if you aren't living in the vision of your future, you're defined by the memories of your past. So these warriors, these heroes within us and around us, they have experienced some really amazingly tough and challenging experiences. And there was a point in their life when they did not show up as the heroes, the warriors that they are. And yet... Even in the books as well that I'm reading, they choose something different. There's something so defining within them that they there's something so spirited about them that they said, I don't want to be this person anymore. I recognize that this has been up until now a part of me and I don't want to run from it anymore because there's always a point in the book um, and in in our lives where we run from them we think that we can run from our past that we can say nope I don't see you you do not exist I was never a part of you I hate you I hate this version of me I I never want to look at this version of me again and the thing is the past always catches up because the past never runs from you you are literally the entirety of your life Here and today, we can still choose how we want to show up later, but everything that you've done, every conversation, every step forward, every step back, every fall, every lie, every truth defines who you are today, made you come to this point today. But because you're aware of this and because we have beautiful minds that actually get to think for themselves, we can have conscious awareness of and love ourselves for everything that we've done, everything we've experienced, every way that we've shown up in the past. And we're meant to face it because if we can face head on with the darkest parts of ourselves, whatever that looks like for ourselves, we show compassion, we show forgiveness and love because No one ever does anything, I believe, unless it's a call or an expression of love, no matter how unskillful. And when I recognize this, especially about myself, that warrior spirit that says, man, I definitely realized that I did not show up skillfully yesterday. 
but who am I going to be today? Because if I beat myself up and if I tell myself I'm worthless, that I like, look at the way I showed up yesterday. Do you think it's going to be any different from today? Um, look at the way that I was able to go back on my word. I said I was going to do one thing and I did something completely different that was not in alignment with the vision I have for this beautiful person that I am becoming. However, that's defining yourself by your past. If you're able to honor and recognize, nope, definitely didn't show up very skillfully, but I would love to show up even more in my power today. And what does that look like? And be very clear and precise about this because if you're blurry, if you're not decisive, if you're not clear with the person you want to show up as, you're going to revert back to the person you were. And maybe you love the person you were, in which case, keep doing it. But if there is a part of you that says, I don't love this, I I tried this on and I realized that I do not love this. I do not love this version of me. That's okay. That's clarity. And it's amazing to be able to have that, to recognize yourself for who you were and know that there is a different version of you that you can show up as. And that version of you is meant to be here, both of them all of them, that as you're leaning into this life, that you choose to have uncompromising will about the person you want to be, but also so much self-compassion and forgiveness for the person you were. And that's warrior spirit talking. Warrior spirit sees everything. Warrior spirit honors everything about who you are. And then chooses to show up as a person that feels even more powerful, that feels even more clear and focused, that feels even more decisive about the version of their life that you want to live. Because yes, it's everything about your life. It's the beautiful people you surround yourself with. It's the amazing experiences that you're interacting with. It's the amazing job. It's amazing body. It's the amazing mental clarity. It's all of that. But the thing is, even the goals that we're setting there will always be goals, but it's who you're becoming. Because the person that you are becoming is living the life that you're imagining with the vibrant health, with the vibrant job and success, with the vibrant relationships and home space and time and money freedom. But if you're not currently experiencing that, that's okay because you're just at a different version of you and you're just leaning into that person more and more and more until the person that you have become is now the life that you are living. There is no separation from it. But then there's always going to be more to help up level because if we were just stagnant all the time, life would be boring. And we as creatures of creativity and enhancement and vital life force... We don't settle for less. We keep going. And that's just part of what makes us beautifully human. So how far are you willing to go to achieve your dreams? Some questions that I've been asking myself are, who are you becoming to make those dreams a reality? What is a version of myself? Like, what does she feel like? What does she think? How is she acting? What does she dress as? Is she waking up early? Is she waking up late? Is she speaking truth or lies? 
Is she going to the gym or is she on the couch? It can be both and, of course. But who are you becoming to make these dreams a reality? Are she Is she or he determined, focused, dedicated, precise, flexible? So the next question is, what are you giving up to ensure that you are on the path that you desire? Because the thing is, there's something called the law of sacrifice. And it's really, it's not actually as bad as I used to make it out to be. Because when I think of sacrifice, I think of something that I'm giving up that I've been holding on to tightly in order to make way for something else. Or rather, at at first I thought that I was giving something up and there would be a space missing. But the way that I have been able to um, relate and resonate with the law of sacrifice is... You're giving up good for great. You're giving up great for better. You're giving up better for the best. And deservingness comes with that. Because sometimes we're not willing to give up something that feels less because we don't yet know what greater feels like. We don't have yet that deservingness that great or the best exists for us. But the law of sacrifice means that there are certain frequencies that are operating in this world. If you're currently here, you're sacrificing this in order to be up here. But you're not giving anything up that isn't deserving of your energy. So the law of sacrifice means that there's going to be a lot to unpack for whatever it is for you. But the law of sacrifice, when you keep stepping into it, you're sacrificing good for great. And you're deserving of great, but you have to know that you're deserving of great. And you have to know that whatever feels great for you, you already know it. And when something feels lower in your body, you know it. And when something serves you really, really well for a long time, whether it be smoking weed, drinking, using drugs, over-exercising, overeating, under-exercising, under-eating. All of these are just resources and tools for us that we can honor and recognize the fact that it's in our life and has gotten us right here to this place and space. And we would be someone completely different if we didn't choose that. But you don't need to shut it away and turn your your face away from it, but really just hold it. Hold it in a beautiful space and say, I honor and recognize myself or this tool or this resource or this experience for what it is because without it, I wouldn't be who I am. However, I'm choosing to honor it and say, thank you so much for being in my life, whatever this is. I appreciate me for honoring and recognizing this. And I forgive myself for however I've chosen to show up, for however I felt about myself or another or the experience. And I'm now choosing something even greater because to sacrifice this for something even greater, I'm deserving of. And it's going to take a little bit of rigor because... You're rewiring your brain now. You were used to doing something or experiencing something for a long, long time. And, or maybe not a long time, but it was enough to become part of your identity. And when you're making an identity shift and you're releasing something in service of something even greater, 
you're still walking that life. You don't yet you know, you don't yet know the full extent of greatness until you step into it. And that pull of the lesser because it's familiar is going to feel enticing, is going to feel intoxicating and it's going to want to pull you back because it's familiar. It's like, "Hey, but you already know what this feels like." But channel your warrior spirit and know that it's meant to come up, these feelings. And if you choose to dwell in them a little bit, no problem. If you choose to, like, turn your eye and give it a little bit of attention, no problem. But if you step into it and then you're like, oh, right, I I, I realize that this isn't what I want um, I, because I'm now experiencing something greater and the lesser is here to remind me that if I step into it, that it's okay. But now the feeling of moreness, because I've chosen to step into this life, oh, it's even more intoxicating. It's even more gravitating. I want this more than this. And so how far are you willing to go for yourself to sacrifice the lesser for the something even greater still? And another question that I've been asking myself is, how are you practicing and maintaining to keep you on your path? Because it is a practice, people, just like shooting an arrow, just like walking, just like baking. You are not doing this once. And I will remind you to remind myself, we're not doing it once and then we're going to be perfect. We are going to try and we're going to feel it out. We're going to be like, well, this looks a little bit hard or rigorous. I'm going to do something else. And then you're going to be like, no, 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 wait. Okay, let's come back to this focus dedicated energetic passionate because i want this so how far are you willing to go to keep practicing whether it be mental clarity and presencing yourself whether that be practicing sacrificing the lesser for the greater whether that be smiling more or whether that be dressing better or whether that means um practicing patience and being really patient with yourself and saying, okay, I am here and I am awesome, dedicated, so thankful that I am here. How am I going to keep showing up as a version of myself that I want to be even more? I want to resonate with me through and through. I want to know that this is me. I want to know that this is my life. I'm not just someone who goes to the gym I am a gym member. I'm not just someone who runs. I'm an Olympic athlete. I'm not just someone who bakes. I'm a pastry chef. There's a difference from someone who practices and someone who becomes that person. But it doesn't take one and done. It's not like I'm going to bake a cake and now I'm a pastry chef. No, it takes knowledge. It takes other people to show you the ropes. It takes consistency and it takes love and dedication and passion. It takes willingness. It takes time and it takes you always comes down to you. But that practice, if you really, really want it, and I'm going to say this again, you got to really, really want it. Because there are things that have popped up in my life, maybe it's the same for you, that you try it because you think you're going to want it, you're going to be really good at, and you're like, I would really love this. 
and you step into it, you step into life, whatever it is. Maybe you thought you really wanted to be a baker and you started and you're like, but I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning, but I don't want to just like keep on baking. Honestly, this doesn't, it just doesn't resonate. I don't want to do it. That's clarity. That's amazing because the version of you that's calling out to be the person that you want to become will go the extra mile. And I will say this again, the version of you who is calling out for you this life that you are living into, that you become, that you dream about is meant only for you. There's no one else who's going to be living your life. They're willing to go the extra mile. You will go the extra mile. You will either get up early or stay late. You will get another set at the gym. You will do it because it's meant for you. I would not be getting up at 4 a.m. every day. I would not be baking sometimes for 10 hours a day, five days a week, if I did not love to do it. If there wasn't a part of me that didn't find so much joy and love and a little bit of challenge, but also passion and joy in doing it, if I didn't really want to be there. And that's the thing, too, that if you didn't really want it, if you didn't really want to be there, if it wasn't for you, you wouldn't do it. You know you best. And But the things that you just can't shake, the things that you come back to, the things that just like, I don't know why, but even though I failed and I failed again, and then I won and I loved it, and then I failed again, I just can't seem to shake it. It's just something that calls me so deeply that no matter where I am in my life, I just keep coming back to it. I dream about it. I think about it. When I think about it, I feel light. I feel happy. And that's the drive that you need to go the extra mile, to keep on practicing whatever it is that you're practicing, to live your best life, to sacrifice the, to sacrifice the lesser for the greater. But it has to be worthy of your energy too. And your inner guidance system, you know you best. And it will tell you if it's worthy of your energy. You'll just feel great. And you'll know that the extra is not only worthy of you, but the extra is worthy for it as well. And one of the last questions I ask myself are, who are you surrounding yourself with to keep your spirit alive? We are five closest people. It is what they say. But I believe that there is a lot of stock in this. There is something very powerful about knowing that the people you are surrounding yourself with are those who love you, who are similar thinking to you, who are acting in accordance with you. It's like, I'm not, if I'm a baker and a pastry chef, I'm not going to go to the mechanics and say, would you like to bake a cake with me? Because they don't have the same interest. They don't have the same skill set. They don't have the same love and drive and passion that's pretty like necessary to have all of those to be surrounded by those people and vice versa they're not going to come to me up to like the mechanics aren't going to come to me and they're going to be like do you want to fix a car because i don't know i don't have the same level of love at fixing cars i don't have the same skill set i don't have the same passion and drive for fixing cars i don't want to do it that's fine <laughs> so the people you surround yourself with seem very obvious do you want people who are uplifting who have the same drive and passion for life who just like can't seem to shake their warrior spirit because there's something so ingrained in them 
that whatever it is that they're doing, they're doing the same as you. And that's also co-creative collective consciousness. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> that the people you are with energetically, we're resonating with. And that the more that we, like when one person gets excited and you feel that and they're just amped up and they're talking about something and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like I resonate with this right now. Like I love your spirit. I love everything about what we're talking about. Let's do it. Let's do it together because we recognize that there's something more important about being together, that there's, yes, we can go fast on our own, but when you're with someone else, you go far. And when you're with multiple people who share the same collective energy, you go even farther. And so knowing who you're surrounding yourself with, and again, you know, if they uplift your spirit, if they add and enhance your life, if they encourage you when you're down, if they share something similar to you, you know that they're meant and deserving of your energy and vice versa to you, that you are deserving of their energy just as much as they're deserving of yours. And when you're able to share that and recognize that, there's a shared love as well and shared energy that you can do as much as you want by yourself. But when you're sharing it with others, there's just something that feels far more enhanced. Now, the last note I have on the warrior spirit is something I came across in a um, video and in a book I was reading, actually. And it was about, and currently is, about Glenn Cunningham, who um, is basically an Olympic medalist for running. Amazing. He... So back, and this is also talking about origin story and about um, not defining or being defined by our past. So Glenn Cunningham, at seven years old, was told by doctors that he would never walk again. He was part of a school fire just because he came early to school with his brother and he wanted to help out and um, in order to get the fire started for the school. But what ended up happening is that um, they end up starting a fire and both of them, um, basically their flesh was just mutilated and his brother ended up passing away so in the hospital at seven years old um this little boy glenn who was told by the doctors he'd never walk again later in his life became an olympic medalist for running and of course there was so like from seven until the time that he was an olympic medalist there's so much in between then and he would never have known that he was capable of going from someone who'd never walk again whose legs were almost amputated to being an olympic medalist and we don't know what our life is going to be life or like down the road but we know that we're meant for something greater so Glenn, with his uncompromising will and his shared vision for just walking, that was his first step. He wanted to go from the boy who would never walk again to someone who could stand up on his own two feet, to being able to walk a couple inches at most, to being able to walk with his friends and being able to run with his siblings, that he was able to do all of this. His mother along the way would help massage his legs and just like bring blood flow back to them he had support his father would just say up who would say get up and try again he had support and he knew that he just wanted he realized while stepping into this life that it was just about the next step literally it's just the next step he didn't know at seven years old that he was going to be one of the most 
famous runners. He was going to win an Olympic medal. All he wanted to do was walk again to prove not only to the doctors, but to himself that he could get up from being in such a horrific fire and walk and then walk some more and then sprint and then run and then beat everybody in his town he became the um he just won a medal in his town because he was captivated by the idea on a flyer that he saw was like i could win this medal in my town i could do it and then in high school then in university and then he was hand chosen for the u.s olympic track team and this all started from again the backstory of not being defined by the limitations of circumstances. He could have easily said at seven years old, he could have believed the doctor's word and said, I'll never walk again and choose to make that his fate. He could have said, no, the doctor said, like, look at my legs. I was in a fire and become the victim. And that's also something I'd love to lean into because warriors know they aren't victims of their circumstance. Warriors They see circumstance, they see fact, they don't ignore the facts, but they choose to not let the facts define them. Glenn Cunningham chose not to let the fact that his legs were mutilated. He chose to not make agreement with the fact that the doctor, some a person who studies this, uh, a person of high intelligence and a lot of resource backing him, who said he'd never walk again. But he chose to walk again. He chose that. He chose to take step after step after step. He chose to make agreement with life, life life-enhancing thoughts. He chose to make agreement with the vision that he wanted to define his future, the vision of walking again. And instead of saying, I can't do it. I can't walk. Look at me. I'm not going to be able to. He could have easily done that, but he chose not to. So in your life, Where are you making yourself a victim? Where are you choosing to recognize circumstance and let it define you? And where is that warrior spirit calling out to you? Where is he or she saying, are you really going to let this keep you down? And where is that person showing up as the warrior that you know that you already are? Because everything's a choice. We can choose to see circumstance and become the victim of our story that we're creating in our minds. Or we can recognize circumstance, see the facts for what they are, but know very deeply that we are far more than what's happening in front of us. That there is more to be revealed around the corner. (laughs) That there's more to be revealed around the corner. That there's life calling us. That there is that part of us that has resilience, that has faith in our abilities, faith that we are supported, that has love for ourselves and a greater future that we want for ourselves. And that warrior spirit is inside of us. That victim spirit is inside of us. But that warrior spirit, if we feed it, If we feed the warrior, we strengthen the warrior, the warrior becomes stronger. If we feed the weak, if the weak are the ones that we focus on, that victim, they become stronger. So what part are you choosing to feed? What are you nourishing in your mind? Victim or warrior? 
And that is how I'd love to leave you today because I'm feeling excellent about today. I'm feeling so great about channeling even more to my warrior spirit and allowing myself to not be defined by the actions of my past and being able to really see myself for who I am, for my uncompromising will and my ability to go the extra mile. And I would love for you to do that for yourself as well because we're all part of this collective earth. I'll say it every single time. We are amazing. We are light bringers extraordinaire. We are chosen to be here. Of one in 400 trillion of the chance that we are here on this earth, we chose to be here. We were chosen to be here. And we're all interacting on this immense earth with each other energetically in front of each other in this material world. But the more warriors that rise up, in whatever way you want to rise up. We're changing this world for the greater. And the more we tell ourselves we can, the more we do. And the more we do, the more we are enhanced. And the more we are enhanced, the more this world is enhanced. And wouldn't it be great knowing that if everyone did that and continues to do that, that this world becomes far more entertaining to play in? I hope you guys have a really wonderful day. I hope you have an extraordinary life. And I hope that every time you choose to channel into your warrior spirit, you remind yourself about how badass and amazing you are. And every time you choose to play victim, just know the warrior is just around the corner. For those of you who would also love to support me even more, I also have a Patreon. I am really eager to share more of the beauty that's inside this world via um, YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this on. But for those who would love to support me, I am very happy and gra- really grateful that you guys want to support me in um, just creating an even better life for all of us. And I love you guys so much. I hope, trust, and expect that you are going to have the most amazing day. And I look forward to talking with you all very, very soon. Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light, and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.